You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no holds barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, Black and White Sports supporters, we're going to talk about Indianapolis Colts owner Jim Irsay because, well, we got a pretty shocking report that's come out on something that happened to him back in December when the cops arrived wherever he was and found him completely unresponsive, and it looks like the, the owner of the Colts suffered an overdose. Uh, he's had his troubles on and off over the years, no doubt about it. Uh, I believe he's been to rehab 15 times for various reasons, but uh, alcohol and pain pills seems to be his biggest vice here. I know that... Uh, he kind of gets the fuzzy eyeball from the other NFL owners at NFL meetings. And let's just say he's not exactly Robert Kraft or Stan Kroenke or Jerry Jones in the eyes of the league as an owner. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. This is TMZ, and this dropped early this morning. Colts owner Jim Irsay was found blue and unresponsive in December. OD suspected, cops say, Jim Irsay was found laying in his bed unresponsive, cold to the touch, and grasping for air during a suspected overdose in December, according to police in Indiana. Indiana. Carmel Police Department documents obtained by TMZ Sports show cops were dispatched to Irsay's Carmel residence on December 8th at around 4.30 a.m. after someone said they had found the Indianapolis Colts owner unconscious on a bathroom floor with blue skin tone. When the police first arrived, they say Ursay had been moved to a bed where he, he was struggling to breathe, had a weak pulse, and constricted pupils. Police say in the documents an attempt to wake him with a sternum rub was unsuccessful. They added, though, they had, after administering one dosage of Narcan, a drug commonly used to revive people in opiate overdose situations, quote, he responded slightly. Cops say they were prepared to attach the AED to Ursay, but paramedics arrived and, quote, took over life-saving efforts. Ursay was eventually transported to a nearby hospital via ambulance. Officers noted in the documents that a caretaker provided them with a list of medications Ursay had been taking, though they wrote in the report, quote, at this time it is unknown what Mr. Ursay had ingested prior to his arrival. They classified the incident in documents as both, quote, an overdose and an overdose slash poisoning. Are we going to find out that fentanyl was involved here? I'm just speculating out loud, but that seems pretty, pretty like maybe it might be a reasonable speculation. Ursay had not been seen around his Colts team in weeks following the incident. Now it's going to talk about something I almost made a video about, but nobody exactly knew what was going on or what was wrong with him, so I ultimately did not. And on January 9th, the team announced he had been dealing with, quote, a severe respiratory illness. The Colts explained in a statement that he would 
miss a scheduled appearance in Los Angeles with his Jim Ursay band while receiving treatment for their ailment. Believe it or not, before I hit record on this video, I listened to a couple of his uh, performances. He's pretty good. The band's actually pretty good. Quote, he is receiving excellent care and looks forward to returning to the stage as soon as possible, Colt said. We have, will have no additional information at this time, and we ask that you respect the privacy of Jim and his family as he recovers. We do not know if Ursay's recent hospitalization is related to the December incident at his home. Ursay, who's been the owner of the Colts since 1997, said in an interview with Andrea Kramer, Back in November, he's battled addiction to alcohol and pain pills during his life, requiring at least 15 trips to rehab. Wow. He also told Kramer he previously suffered an overdose after, quote, he was trying to detox him himself. Wow. All of a sudden, I started slurring my words, then code blue, I stopped breathing. He told Kramer of the OD. And they revived me, and the doctor goes, Jim, you're one lucky man because I signed virtually the death certificate. It says that TMZ reached out to Ursay and has not heard back. Now, of course, Jim is kind of famous for flying off the handle when it comes to his football team and making just wild decisions a couple of years ago when uh, the Indianapolis Colts was going into their last game. I believe it was against the Jaguars. Carson Wentz was their quarterback. They were coming into that game, and all they had to do was win, and they were going to be in the playoffs. And Carson Wentz had his worst game of the year, and the Colts lost the game. And Jim Irsay lost his mind, lost his temper over the loss, and told Chris Ballard and Frank Wright to get Carson Wentz the hell out of there. And Ballard and went uh, Ballard and uh, Frank Wright, they both intended to bring Carson Wentz back as their starting quarterback. It wasn't even a like a thought for them that they were going to get rid of him because he threw twenty seven touchdowns and seven interceptions. He he fully bounced back as a viable starting quarterback in the NFL. Look, you don't go twenty seven and seven and not be a viable starting quarterback with a 95 rating, yeah, you're going to come back and play the next year starting for that team. Ursay lost his temper, and that's why Carson Wentz was not back on the team and, of course, flew into this downward spiral. And when you go to the commanders, it's where careers go to die. Uh, so in a lot of reasons, Jim Ursay and Carson Wentz are tied there. Uh, together, and it was because Ursay had lost his temper. And ultimately, long-term, Frank Wright lost his job, and then, you know, it's all history. He goes to another, well, he goes to a horrible owner in David Tepper and doesn't draft the quarterback he wants, and he gets fired. So good luck to any coach that decides to take that job. Nonetheless, you got Anthony Richardson, and it was a temper tantrum from Ursay, supposedly, that caused all of that fallout. A lot of people don't know what that was tied to exactly, like what the thought process and or the mindset was at the time that that happened. But yeah, he has famously been known to tie one off very hard 
And uh, I did not see this interview. I did not know he had been to rehab 15 times. But this is pretty wild. It sounds like he came very close to not being here anymore. If they had to revive him again, did he take something that he thought was something and it was laced with something else? Fentanyl? Was fentanyl involved here? We don't know. That's speculation, but... In this day and time, when you see somebody overdose slash poisoning, you got to wonder. It doesn't say what he took, what he ingested, and how much of whatever it was was put into his body. So, anyway, if we get any more details that are worth sharing, we will definitely make another video. Peace. I'm out. Till next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.